What's going on everyone? I'm Travis Brown with the Eagle. I'm next to Tyler Horka of Blue and Gold Illustrated. Of course, the Aggies will be facing the Irish for the fifth time in those programs' histories in the College World Series elimination game. Uh, of course, the Fighting Irish just lost to OU 6-2 to put them in there. Um, real quick, uh, easy synopsis of what you saw from, from the Irish in that, that loss to Oklahoma. They obviously didn't get great starting pitching from Austin Temple. Anytime your starter doesn't get you out of the second inning, it probably doesn't set you up to uh, have success. And I think Notre Dame fell behind early, and it hasn't really been a team that, I mean, we saw it at Tennessee, came back to win um, in that game three, decisive game three. But to, in the College World Series, you, you're not, you don't want to come from behind. It's tough. Mm -hmm. All these teams are really good. And then obviously the, the big fifth inning for OU um, kind of, Notre Dame compounded that with an error, could have got out of the inning. I think the game would have stayed close if Notre Dame got out of that, but you make a, a throwing error on a routine play that you, um, I mean, Notre Dame spends countless time fielding bunts mm -hmm. in practice, just missed them at first base, and then scored three runs in that inning. Notre Dame's down 5-0. At that point, you kind of knew that um, well, with Kate Horton dealing the way that he was, Notre Dame wasn't going to come back to win. Yeah, it sounds a lot like the Aggies. They've had a lot of trouble fielding a pitcher's fielding position. Uh, they're actually coming into the series with the worst fielding percentage of any of the uh, eight teams out there. So I know probably most A&M fans will know about Notre Dame beating Tennessee and then how they got to the College World Series. What's kind of the, the short and sweet version of how their season has gone and what got them to this point? They're clutch. They're veteran. Um, if you look at their lineup, you see graduate student, graduate student, graduate student. All of the big hitters, all of the heavy names on that team have kind of I mean, they haven't been here. This is the first time Notre Dame's in the College World Series since 2002, but mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a been there, done that kind of vibe with Notre Dame, and I think they felt snubbed a little bit. Last year could have been a super regional host, didn't get that luxury, had to go on the road and play Mississippi State. This year didn't host at all, mm -hmm. and they were probably a top 15 in the country. I think anyone here covering this thing would say that they were probably a top 15 team in the country all year, so... A little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They have guys who are uh, motivated, determined, and I, I think it's a lineup that's hard to keep down. You saw Kate Horton do it today. It usually doesn't happen in back-to-back -back games. I, I think it's been a couple months since Notre Dame's lost back-to-back -back games. So mm -hmm. you're going to see a, a determined group and uh, a motivated one. Mm -hmm. uh, A&M, you would think likely would go with Ryan Prager, the freshman lefty who's been their number three guy through the good majority of the season. I don't think they would bring Nathan Detmer back on four days rest, especially after this, not necessarily having the best outing against Oklahoma to start this off. Uh, where do you think Finding Irish go uh, pitching-wise for that, that elimination game on Tuesday? Yeah, Notre Dame hasn't really had a number three starter all year, so that's mm -hmm. kind of an Achilles heel, but they've managed to win a lot of games on Sunday just by piecing things together. And you heard Link Jarrett after tonight's game, he said, we really don't know what direction we're going in. I think it's going to be junior Liam Simon, who started at Tennessee in game three. So he's got enough, Link Jarrett has enough confidence to put him on the mound in that situation. Mm -hmm. He'd do it here too. He struggled to get outs in that game too. And I, I'm not sure if he made it out of the first or second inning. So that's been an issue for Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. If you're A&M, you want to jump on them early because that's possible. You saw Oklahoma do it. When Notre Dame loses, it's usually because they get behind early, and it's, it's just hard for them to come back. It's, it's not the most potent lineup. Mm -hmm. It's one that likes to play ahead. So I think it's going to be Liam Simon, but watch for a quick hook. And Jack Finley is going to have a rested arm, and he's just been a revelation in the, in the postseason. He's been really good freshman, so the, the scouting report's not really out on him. 
I think they go with Simon and then probably bring in Finley if, if things get dicey early. Well, AM doesn't like to do anything quickly, whether that's get leads or play games <laughs> yeah. or get at bats or anything like that. So it could be one that just who wants to score first, but I think there'll be a lot of offense as there has been through yeah. all of the College World Series. Uh, you started to mention there offensively. Who are some of those bats that AM fans should look out for? Yeah, Carter Potts went four for four tonight. He's the first baseman that actually made the throwing error. So he, he tried to make up for it. Obviously, wasn't enough, but. That's because Notre Dame only had seven hits, so mm-hmm. he had four of the seven hits. David Lamana has been really good, the catcher. Um, Jack Ziska has been quiet in the postseason, but he's got power. He's hitting cleanup. He could take any ball out of here. Um, he can take any ball out of the stadium. We've seen it time and time again from him this season. So Lamana, Putz, um, Jack Brannigan, the third baseman, swings a really good bat. It's a very right-handed heavy lineup. So mm-hmm. if, if A&M does go with the lefty, then works into Notre Dame's favor. We saw that with uh, Pete Hansen and Texas the other mm-hmm. day. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- those are the core guys right there. Carter Putz is swinging a really good bat. I would definitely watch out for number four. Yeah, A&M actually could come back with White Tucker, who had a good little outing there in relief against Oklahoma and has started some games earlier in the season. Uh, a, a sophomore who's kind of come on could be an option if they wanted to go righty-righty on that a little bit as well. Okay, so... Notre Dame wins the elimination game and sends Texas A&M home if? If the bats wake up a little bit. If, they, if what I was talking about earlier, if they don't have back-to-back quiet games, mm-hmm. you can't do it. Mm-hmm. A&M, we, we saw today, can score. And they can score in a hurry. And so I think it goes back to two things that I've been saying this entire time. Notre Dame wins if it doesn't fall behind early mm-hmm. and has to come back. And if they can sustain some rallies, string together base hits. The only two times that it really felt that Notre Dame did that against Oklahoma, the, or, uh, Oklahoma turned double plays, mm-hmm. and boom, rally's over. And mm-hmm. One of those was in the ninth inning. He thought Notre Dame had something going, two on, nobody out, double play, ball game's pretty much over. So mm-hmm. Notre Dame has to string together at bats, has to get base hits, make the pitchers work a little bit, can't fall behind early. I'll, I'll say A&M wins if, I'll go off one of your things, if they can get a lead early because, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, that it's not something they've necessarily done a whole lot, and uh, it would certainly would put some, some relief on that pitching. And I'm going to go that they, they play a cleaner game in the field. They've had two yeah. errors in both of their first two games, and all of them have been costly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they need to play that clean fielding game and, and limit those extra free bases uh, that, that they can give because of that. So that's how A&M wins. How can people find your work? Yeah, go to blueandgold.com. Um, it's been awesome being up here. I think we've all done really good work. So if you want a scouting report on Notre Dame, mm-hmm. it's up there. If you want to see what Notre Dame has been doing in the postseason, go back and uh, read some of those articles and find me on Twitter at TBHorka. So we'll see if we have uh, – if this is Notre Dame's last game in the College World Series, I guess one of us is out of here no matter yeah. what. <laughs> one of us has to uh, book that rapid plane flight and right. get out of the hotel. Uh, so Tyler Horka, Travis Brown, uh, be sure to check the eagle.com for more content from the College World Series.